Happy birthday, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Birthday Podcast with your hosts, Jackie and Dan, the number one podcast on ApplePodcast.com, dedicated to the birthdays you know and love. So without further ado, take it away, Dan. That tastes good. And what is that taste? Well, it's a cold glass of milk after a big piece of birthday cake. And why are we eating birthday cake? Well, it's because happy birthday, everyone. It's the Happy Birthday Podcast. I'm your co-host, Dan, November the 10th. I'm Jackie, October 12th. And we are coming to you here, episode number four, Monday, December 21st, 2020. And, you know, you almost would think today would be an unfortunate day to have a birthday because it is the winter uh, solstice. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's the shortest day of the year, but you'll be relieved to know that there are actually still as many hours in the day. Uh, it just means there's less daylight than there would usually be. So the day's not actually any shorter than, say, uh, a June, July, August day. It's just filled with more darkness. Aren't we all? Jackie, how are you doing this afternoon? You know, I'm all right. You've got me wondering what the heck is a solstice, though. I feel like I might need to look that up. Well, Jackie, I know mm. that you... Listen... Yeah. I know all about you. I know that you want me to just tell you which celebrity has a birthday today, but uh, it's not going to be that easy. Fine. All right. I'll guess. Oftentimes, I try to think of clues, but I forgot to do that <laughs> this I week. would love at least a clue. <laughs> You're going to get a clue. I'll tell you what. Number one, Clue number one and the number one clue, it's a guy. Ugh, man. Again with the guys. What can I say? Birthdays. Women don't have birthdays as often as men. Birthdays are a male-dominated field. Yeah, it's true. He's a man who you've probably seen both on the small screen and the big silver screen. He's an actor. Many movies to his name. Uh, so he was on TV and movies. Well, he's more known for movies. I guess I just meant that some of the movies you've probably watched on your on own TV. TV uh, okay. Either, on, either rerun <laughs> on cable or a VHS. He's been on TV. He's been in commercials. He okay. was a commercial spokesman, but really you know him as a movie actor. Been in a lot of movies. Um, I'd say a movie star. A movie star. Okay. He is a movie star. Okay. He likes to use a swear words, and people love it oh, when this guy swears. Okay. I think I know who you're talking about. You think you know who I'm talking You think you know who I'm talking about. Let me ask you this. Give me a guess. Is he in the Marvel Comics Universe movies? Uh-huh. You don't look like you know the answer to the question. <laughs> Do you? Me? Yeah. yeah, I don't. Now who's getting quiz? Okay. <laughs> yes, he is. Clue me in, yeah. So, yes. Samuel L. Jackson. Sam Jackson! All right! Wow! Quickest guess yet, Jack. I'm very proud of you. Yeah, that was a good one. That was quick. It was the swear words that did it, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. Because that's uh, one of the most celebrated swearers in American pop culture. What TV commercials was he in? Uh, Capital One. Not his most uh, noted role, I would say. It's in his Wikipedia article. <laughs> okay. You're pretty familiar with Samuel L. Jackson, but mm-hmm. maybe you don't quite know the backstory of how he got to be the Samuel L. Jackson that we know and love today. Well, I would love to know how that happened. Well, let's go into a segment called The Biography of Samuel L. Jackson. It's not called that, and I'm just going to cut it out of the podcast, so. That's what it is. Birthday bios. 
birthday bios with Dan. If if it was a recurring, you have to understand this. If it was a recurring segment and we covered this person every week, then you can call it. That's what I'm saying. It the is birthday a bios segment. is a recurring segment, but we don't cover Samuel L. Jackson every week because we could. That well, that but would it, have nothing to do with the show. But it's a recurring segment where we talk about birthday bios. So and the name split. of the segment is the Samuel L. Jackson bio, yeah. which we do every week. It's just a different bio every week. Have you ever produced a show before? You might say that today's birthday boy isn't just a household name. He's a mother effing household name. And that name is Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel Lamuel Jackson was born December 21, 1948 in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He was raised by his mother after his father was tragically killed just days before Samuel's birth in a grisly Chattanooga choo-choo accident. Jackson was born deaf in both ears, but doctors discovered that the boy could miraculously hear one word, the compound Oedipal Oath with which Samuel L. would later make his claim to fame. After years of motherfucker therapy, in which the word was screamed repeatedly into Samuel's ears, his hearing was fully restored. Jackson attended Horse House College in Atlanta, initially pursuing a degree in animal husbandry. After falling under the spell of the ballet stage, he traded his overalls for a tutu and changed his major. After graduating in 1972, Jackson spent the next decade and a half barely making ends meet in small community theater plays, ballets, and puppet shows. It was in this period that he married his Horse House College sweetheart, Elle, whom to this day he has never divorced. After being spotted by Eddie Murphy in a dinner theater production of Waiting for Godot, he landed a role as an armed robber in the hit 1988 comedy Coming to America. His performance was so convincing that co-star Louis Anderson thought he was actually being mugged. The following year, Jackson played a minor role in Goodfellas, which led to his starring role in its sequel, Jolly Goodfellas. Thus began a prolific career in which Jackson would appear in 2,600 films, half of which were directed by his dear friend, Quentin Tarantino. Jackson has been active in charity work for decades with such organizations as Big Hats for Bald Men, the Coalition for Serpent-Free Aircraft, and of course, the Motherfucker Foundation. Earlier this year, he delighted television audiences when he appeared on James Corden Live to read a satirical book about COVID safety, Don't Go to Your Grandma's Motherfucking Birthday Party, You Stupid Ass Motherfucker. How ironic that a man born on the shortest day of the year would have one of the longest film careers in recorded history. We wish Samuel L. Jackson many more years of box office success and many more years of happy motherfucking birthdays. Happy birthday, Samuel. Happy birthday, Samuel. Happy birthday. We know that you've got a wall full of Oscars, Golden Globes, and Emmys, but there's really no greater honor than just the candles on the cake. So you enjoy that, you blow it out, and you just have yourself a nice evening. I gotta say this, Dan. The craziest thing to me is that the L is his middle name, because I always thought people just said it that was Samuel. You know what I mean? Samuel but Samuel, Samuel. His Samuel L. L. Jackson. Yeah, Samuel. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't really know that until you actually read up on him instead of just hearing his name spoken but yeah it's samuel l kind of a tongue twister yeah thanks for doing that and happy birthday sam all right jackie i hate to put you on the spot i hate to put you on the spot and you're kind of having a rough day but quick top 10 samuel l jackson movies go wow okay so he um he was in those marvel movies your top 10 favorites Um, my top 10 would be the first five marvel movies that's one that's no, five. That, that's five. We can count. It's five, five movies. Okay. All right. Don't we got a lot to get to today. That's okay. Um, he was in Pulp Fiction. He was in Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> which led to his charity foundation. Right. Yeah. 
was a movie um, that really brought awareness to a very real problem. He was in... Um, Remember I said quick when I asked you. Yeah. I'm ha- I'm no IMDb. As, a, as someone that has watched movies, this should be a no-brainer. I have seen probably every movie that he's been in. Right. We all have. They're constantly on TV. You can't turn on, you know. Listen up, motherfuckers. It's time <laughs> for a commercial break. We'll be right back. Let's face it. There's no greater joy in life than getting blindfolded in a backyard and beating the living daylights out of a piñata. But a child's birthday party doesn't come around every day, and in this new normal, there may never be another birthday party to attend. That's where Everyday Piñatas comes in. Everyday Piñatas delivers breakfast, lunch, and dinner right to your door with every meal encased inside a bright, colorful piñata. Start your day swinging at the oatmeal breakfast piñata, spice up your lunch break with a Japanese ramen piñata, and at the end of a long day, whack open a dinner piñata filled with piping hot spaghetti and meatballs. And when you're done, just leave the shattered husks on your doorstep and their delivery drivers will swap them out the next morning with a new set of piñatas so you can start your foodie fun all over again. And right now, we're making a special offer to listeners of the Happy Birthday Podcast. When you use promo code B-Day, you'll get a free one-month trial of Happy Hour Piñatas. These papier-mâché burros are loaded up with craft cocktails lovingly prepared by artisan mixologists. You won't just be blindfolded, you'll be blind drunk. Sign up today and you'll never have to attend another boring nephew's birthday party again. Visit Everyday Piñatas and tell them the JGF gang sent ya. I am placing a moratorium on all bidet talk from here fourth on the happy What's birthday wrong? podcast what did i miss i don't this is care. a this is a b-day <laughs> podcast you asked me about my bidet a few times no i didn't you offered that you information help- independently of my curiosity and dan has done the same thing i don't give a shit you i said does it help when you have spicy poops i said mm-hmm. i was talking to you about my bidet but when i was i told you that i wouldn't talk to you about my bidet and then you did anyways for a long I know, time, but I, and you brought I know, it up but maybe seven times I know, but since I, then, probably more I know, times but than you I would have said, if I, I said, said I didn't want to hear. I know you don't, and I don't want to talk about it. When I talk to you about it, I'm saying, I don't want to do this, but, so it's okay, because then oh, I'm yeah. not actually doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, what do you use to dry off? Do you just air dry? Air, yeah. yeah. He actually told me earlier that his underwear are soaking wet after he uses the bidet, so... I did, in not so many words, actually say that to you guys. Yeah, and I'm going to stick with the toilet paper. <laughs> you you can know use what the... I did? Hmm. I went to Etsy. I bought these reusable toilet papers. And oh. you just pat your bum dry once it's clean. And then you wash them in the wash. That is fucking disgusting. Okay, you shit your pants, you shit your couch, you shit your bed. But I throw that, I throw most of that away, or I put newspaper no. down at least. I don't reuse it on my ass you put later newspaper on. newspaper on the shit on your couch, and then that's just all? When it dries, it doesn't matter. I'll flip the cushion over. All right. Ladies and gents, jolly good fellows all around, we are back. Dan, it's Monday. For are you we feeling it? are jolly good. Oh, God. <clears throat> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Boy, I was feeling like a real jolly good fellow for a minute. Then you reminded me it was Monday, and it just came all crashing down. Oh, you had a bad day. Can you imagine making a lasagna on a Monday? That's not a Monday. That's I mean, at best, that's a Wednesday meal. Certainly not a Friday night meal. Paul, but it might be a Wednesday meal. Paul, Paul, not every Garfield strip takes place on a Monday. It's true. 
Do your research. It's usually Saturday. Okay. Let me get the mood back here and ask you a couple questions, Dan, about my jolly good fellow. Mm. Well, I am going to have a few questions of my own. Yeah, actually, I was going to say you probably will have more questions. Yeah. I'll give you some hints. You pr- yeah, right, right. Okay. You probably just kind of used the wrong word there, but that's fine. We can't go back and edit that. We'll just I do that a lot. I do yeah. say the wrong word a lot. Yeah. Sometimes right. I don't notice until I, I, I listen back to the podcast and I hear myself speak and I say, that's not what I meant to say mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, once again, it's a man. He's a man. Love it. <clears throat> yeah. Love to hear we that. Love, yeah. We love men here on this we podcast. We love men. We're very, we're very, we're very man positive here. At yes. Um, let's see. He was born today, December 21st in 1940. Mm. He is a multi-instrumentalist, singer, songwriter, composer. Sounds right up my alley. And I can't really tell you what genre because he's sort of a multi-genre sort of guy. Is he still with us in the physical world? Not on this plane. No, he is not. Okay. Is it too much to ask... An approximate date of death. I think it was 1993 that he died. Oh, that's an odd time for a musician to die. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, Jesus. Uh, You know, I'm like a big, I'm a big music guy. I like instruments and songs. Mm -hmm. I like particularly musicians that were born a long time ago, 1940. That's kind of a, that's a good year for musician births. Mm -hmm. Ringo, I'm looking at you. And we know he listens. I follow him on Instagram, so I know he's listening. Um, nice. Uh, 1993. Mm-hmm. Okay. I really am trying. I, I, I know I take a while with this sometimes, but... Uh, it's all right. Take your time. Yeah. Do you need sorry. another I clue? Shouldn't be, I shouldn't be so hard on myself, as we're all doing our best right now, I think. I'm going to wait till you do a couple guesses, and if you don't get it by then, I do have a bonus hint for you. Producer Paul with the bonus hint. I appreciate that. And I usually need it. So, yeah, what's the next? Let's, let's, let's hear another hint here. Although he was a brilliant composer, as a lyricist, he was thought of as being more, shall we say, sarcastic in nature. Hmm. Was he, did he find fame as a member of a band or a solo artist or both? both and he produced i think it was over 60 albums between his solo and band career wow yep singer songwriter Mm -hmm. multi-instrumentalist 93 good lord i'm I'm genuinely can i ask a country of origin the united states of america god okay I mean, nothing against the United States. You know, obviously I'm a patriot. It's just it doesn't really narrow it down. Um, Harry Nielsen? Nope, not Harry Nielsen. He was a funny guy. You'd find his records in the back of the store. Way at the end. Oh, wow. So his last name starts with Z. (laughs) I'm glad I appreciated that joke. Um, Okay, so kind of... But is would you call him like an, an out and out comedy artist or just sort of? No. 
He was a very serious composer, but his songs were definitely mm. funny. Guess what? It's Frank Zappa! It's Frank Zappa! Nice work, you What was your clue? You want to hear it? You want to hear what my clue was? Joe Satriani was his transcriber. Shout out Joey Satch. It's a a funny coincidence that Frank Zappa's birthday should be on twelve twenty one because much of his music is composed in that time signature. <laughs> twelve twenty first notes to a measure. Do you want to do you want to know some more stuff about him? Yeah, because he's a guy. You know, he's one of those guys. I'm just he's gonna a guy. say it. it was one of those guys coming up. He was one of those guys, right? Mm-hmm. And I always knew. I you know, I always see him. You know, there's a picture of him, the poster of him going to the bathroom. There were a few CDs of his at the library I checked out. I was like, eh, some of this is okay. And then, um, you know, I just never really knew uh, about the man behind the legend and the myth. Well, let me tell you about something great that he tried to accomplish and ultimately failed in doing. Is it battling cancer? <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he tried that hard, honestly. (laughs) Frank Zappa was a multi-instrumentalist singer, songwriter, and self-taught composer. He released over 60 albums, both as a solo artist and with his band, The Mothers of Invention, most of which were self-produced. He's known for his sarcastic and satirical lyrics, which were often deemed unfit for airplay in the U.S., Though his improv guitar skills and complex musical compositions gained him recognition and praise by many in the business, Zappa's lyrics are what ultimately kept him from receiving early entry into organizations like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, being twice rejected for induction until finally receiving the honor posthumously in 95. Early critics claimed his music lacked emotional depth, citing such titles as Don't Eat the Yellow Snow. When he wasn't touring, recording, or filming, Zappa took to the courts for freedom of expression and testified against government censorship mafias who lobbied to place warning labels on records that featured crude or offensive language. On September 19, 1985, Zappa testified before the United States Senate Commerce Technology and Transportation Committee, attacking the Parents Music Resource Center, or PMRC, a music organization co-founded by Tipper Gore, wife of then-Senator Al Gore. In his testimony, Zappa read aloud a compiled list of 10 songs that were deemed by the committee to contain offensive language, anti-government slogans, glorification of Satanism, and lewd connotations involving royalty. The list is as follows. Number one, Jesus sees my balls. Number two, Queen Mother's husband son. Number three, why does it hurt when I pee? Number four, Lucifer's whore wife. Number five, the benefits of the homo. Number six, Santa cunt come to the door. Number seven, Israel, I hardly knew her. (laughs) Number eight, titties and beer. Number nine, Rosie Kennedy can't come to the door. And number 10, Tipper's Hole. Unsurprisingly, Zappa's case against the PMRC was itself thrown out for being riddled with obscenities, and he was later sued for $15,000 by the group for psychological damages. Parental advisory labels were from then on placed on any records sold in the US, 
that the committee deemed offensive. So Frank, wherever you are, in heaven, in hell, you're probably in hell for all that bad stuff you said. I hope you're having a fantastic birthday experience. Happy birthday. Happy it birthday, might be Frank. rough down there in the netherworld, Frank, but today is your day, so just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It is interesting to think the 1980s, it was such a more conservative time that those songs would be so controversial because those songs you'll hear on the radio every day these days. Yeah. It's oh, no problem. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, how far we've come, if you know what I mean. C-U-M. And while we ponder the meaning of his birthday, let's take a little ad break, refresh ourselves. We'll be back in about 60 seconds. Listen up, fellas. Are you tired of sneaking off to the family computer room to take care of your embarrassing, shameful erections at all times of day? Are you constantly nervous that your incognito browser is a ruse? We'll wait no more. Come on down to the new adults-only family video, where we carry dozens of your favorite adult films on DVD. Half-day rentals start at just $3 per film, and private viewing booths are available throughout the store. And we stay true to the family video experience. We promise when you arrive, you'll be overwhelmed with nostalgia. That's right, the gumball machine's still there, but now it's filled with personal lubricant. Bring your own bucket on Wednesdays to watch that loose lubricant swirl down the gumball chute. Chow down on our buckets of microwavable CBD popcorn available at checkout. The back room of our store used to be reserved for adult films, but no more. Now the whole store is adult films. The back room is now photo studio with our in-house photographer, Kenny. Do you need a perfect last minute gift? Come on down and have your photo taken in the back room with Slippery Santa on Thursday night. We email the photo to your whole family. Plus, now check out our new locals-only film section with amateur indie films from local stars. Check out new titles such as Superior Dome, Hodag, Hobag, and the cult classic Bums Beach, Bong Breach. Whatever it is you're into, we got you. So come on down to the new adults-only family video store and hide your shame from your family. Special offer for our listeners, visit on your birthday and receive free rental of the Barefoot Blue Collar Comedy Tour. Come check out the new adults-only family video today. Anyway, I'd rather have a chapped anus than use a bidet to spray cold water into my sphincter and then have wet underwear for the rest of the day. <laughs> it dries actually pretty quickly. It does it's dry just, pretty it's quickly. It's just little droplets. Or use recycled toilet paper that someone else that's already pr- wiped their ass That's pretty wild, with. Jackie. I'm not, I'm not happy to hear about that. I gotta be honest with you. I don't wipe the poop on the... I, there's no poop on it. It's just water. It's, it's the same water that particles. goes in your underwear that you sit on all day. It's the same thing. But that's in my underwear. <laughs> yeah, which he throws away. I don't have it in my underwear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, who's right and who's wrong? It's just a personal I, choice. See, that's what I'm saying. The amount of accessories that comes with, I'm not interested. I just will just go to the bathroom like I've been doing for 30 years. Wipe 45 times and be flush if you it like all a, down the toilet. Like a miniature like chimney sweep brush that you could just... <laughs> And welcome back to the Happy Birthday Podcast. My name is Producer Paul, and I've got another wild card for you. Wicked wild, wild. Wicked wild, wicked wild, wicked wicked wild. Wild card. Dan, Jackie, do you guys even want to take a stab at this? I mean, are you guessed out, or do you want to? Do you want to try? Oh, do I have any guesses left in the tank? I mean, you could let me ask the fucking question, and then we could go from there. I I would like to guess. You'd like to guess? That's okay. I'd like to guess. Uh, I would like to guess if I'm allowed to. You sure are. Okay. okay. It's hard to tell sometimes with you, but yeah. Right. This World War II general known as Old Blood and Guts died on this day in 1945 of congestive heart failure at the age of 60. World War II. 
probably in the 40s. 1945, um, he died. Blood and guts. Oh, um, blood and guts. Was he an American? He was. American man, general. Not. It's not Dan Crenshaw. He's still alive. Right? I was going to say Dan Crenshaw. Not. It's not General. Not Zeppo. He wasn't in that. I got nothing. All right. Fuck it. We're going to the phones. General, General Estevez? Dwight Shut. D. Estevez? Shut up. <laughs> Freedom Gas Station. This is Claire. Hey, Claire. How's it going? Fine. Um, I've got a quick question for you. This is Josh from the Happy Birthday Podcast. How you doing? I'm great. So I've got a I've got a quick quiz question for you, and I was hoping that you could take a stab in the dark at answering it. What do you think about that? How's that sit with you? I guess. All right. This World War II general, known as Old Blood and Guts, died on this day in 1945 of congestive heart failure at the age of 60. Who am I talking about? Uh, I don't know his first name, but is it uh, Patton? Patton, General Patton! Wow! All right! Wow! I, you know what, guess. Claire? I had a feeling that you'd know this one. So, and it's the only thing I can think of besides Eisenhower. And I don't think he didn't die because he was president. So, well, he's yeah. got a real history buff on the now. Line here, people. Well, I mean, he's. Dead. I mean, by the time you know, forty-five, he wasn't dead at all. Well, we don't want to spread misinformation. We'll, we want to assure the listeners Eisenhower is dead. Don't worry. He is I mean, dead. I'm sure he's dead now. I'm not disputing that. Okay. Um, I think that is the. I think that's the quickest answer we've yet received on a wild card phone yeah. call. Yeah. Well, right, I think then. this this yeah. might call for a special gift. <laughs> oh no! Right. Seriously, we are going to be sending you something in the mail, but we might be sending you a second thing in the mail because you didn't waste our time, and which uh, we really appreciate. <laughs> Which we can't say for any of our other callers. No. Literally. No. Well, great. No. I'm glad I could, you know, speed things along for you. You know, yep. uh, you know don't let it go to your head, but you were a great caller. Oh, uh, well, and it's going to my head. Be- before we let you <laughs> I go, I ha- do have one uh, last question to ask. Claire, you ready? Sure. What is your favorite birthday memory? Ooh, um... I don't. I, you don't I'm, have, having thinking, I'm having a hard time thinking of a favorite birthday memory, but I can think of my worst birthday memory. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, oh, let's nice. do that one. Yeah. Okay, I got robbed on my birthday. <laughs> you, oh my god. You want to elaborate on that? <laughs> uh, went to the store to get a pack of cigarettes. Uh, the keys we had, we just moved into this new house. The keys we had didn't work in the the door, so we left it unlocked. We were going like two blocks away, and we came back, and a bunch of our stuff was gone. All right, well, that is fantastic. Claire, thank you for calling in. We really appreciate it. We will be talking to you very soon. Okay. Goodbye. We should send her all new stuff. That's actually a really good idea. Would she figure out? Couldn't have been that much stuff. Lock your doors if you're leaving, even if it's for a quick carton of cigarettes and a chocolate mask. She was a phenomenal (laughs) guest. Honestly, if they could all be that pleasant, I would be ecstatic. Agreed. Yeah, you won't even have to edit that at all. The other ones are really like... Oh, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, should what? I call my dad? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, they all wanted to call their dads. That's yeah. true. <laughs> oh. And we thought we thought it went without saying, but listeners, calling your dads is cheating. Yeah. No calling your dad, right? Ever. Never. You're you're grown up. Charlie unless, Patton. Unless you're under the age of ten years old, you don't need to be calling your dad. <laughs> <laughs> you seem in person. 
if he's around. Yeah. Or, you know, you won't. If you're, a grown, if you're a grown person, you don't even have a dad. A lot of times, so. Cut him out of your life. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So, wow. Nice work, Claire. That was excellent. And we will be sending you a cake in the mail. Well, listen. Jolly good fellows, JGF gang, happy birthday. We got to wrap it up because today is the shortest day of the year. We barely have time to get this one. Uh, we have barely got time to do this. No time. Listen, everyone, if you could just do me one favor and share this podcast with someone you love. Share this podcast with someone you really don't love. And follow us on Instagram at HBDPOD, hashtag JGF gang. And if I can ask you to do me one favor, it's going to be to do the exact same thing that Jackie just said to do. And if I could ask you to do one favor, it would be to have a very happy holidays. Thank you, everyone. Mm -hmm. And uh, next week, we... I'm going to go ahead and... I'm going to cut you off, and I'm going to go ahead and say I wish you a Merry Christmas. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that And I will cut that from the episode. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.